Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I think hearing morning Wani always is instructive. I come from a school now, going back to Jimmy, that we never hired anybody unless one of the inner circle personally worked with this guy. We always did everything together. No outsiders ever. Jimmy's the boss. But I'll just say this. You get your rear end in there and you play the way you know how to play. Now that's it. That's all I gotta say. Frankly, I'm depressed and ashamed. And I think Dave is the consigliere, right? He's the number two. You know me. Yeah, I'm more behind the scenes. All I ever wanted was to carve out a little piece enjoy some grandkids. I love working with you guys and the score to be up here in Chicago with my grandkid. Tony Wise is spider, right? Well, no, I mean, no. Tony Wise, I think he might be like the enforcer. The enforcer. Like, the, go, <laughs> the go get stuff done guy. Yeah. The NCAA calls up both ex-FBI guys and they say we want to talk to Tony Wise. And they have a lawyer. And our attorney, who's still my attorney, Nick Christian. So what do I owe you, counselor? You'll pay me when I actually have to do something. Let's hope that day never comes, right? So North Turner a captain. North Turner's a captain. North Turner, one of the better offensive play callers in football. Making you a captain. Butch Davis. It was Jimmy, myself, Tony, Butch Davis. No more Butchie. No more of this. Who's Whitey? <laughs> yeah. Seems to be involved in every crime in the city. Maybe Whitey isn't so squeaky clean. Artie Bucco, like his friend who's like, he's definitely like made money off of Dave. Joey DeBono's coming down here from Tofano's restaurant up there in Chicago. Joey's a member. Look, let's just we'll wipe my tab at the restaurant. Texans are saying that Jerry Jones is Uncle Junior. Like he deserves the respect and he once was the boss. Oh, but yeah. But every, everybody knows he's losing it. The bottom line is I heard bells. I'll tell you what, you go upstairs, you look for your teeth. I'm going to fix you something to eat. I had a banana in there. This is our best work here. Tony Wise was down there with us and a couple other guys I won't get into. Give me a call back on an outside line. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. That might not have been his most technically difficult open or piece of production, but I can't think of one that is more in his wheelhouse. Tanny, 10 out of 10, sir. I salute you. That was incredibly enjoyable. I'm already excited for 5 o'clock. I love that um, Dave Wonset has referred to a couple other guys we won't get into. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I can't remember... 
if that was because they were um, soon to be embarrassed formerly public officials uh, of the Dallas Cowboys or whether they were just guys like Big Dave that he just didn't that he didn't want to talk about I mean, you know? they did a, they did a lot of shady things with recruiting I think I think that they had more than one run-in with the FBI throughout the 80s yeah it could be so I, and finding Dave talking about his grandkids to match it up with Silvio Dante talking about his grandkids in the <laughs> Sopranos was my personal favorite moment of that that was that was spectacular uh Tanny am I wrong did you have a lot of fun putting that together yeah you know my wife has a real job where she has to manage people and a lot of assets and be yeah. compliant with the government and and the sec and she looks over at me and i'm working on the open she's like why are you working on that for so long and what is so funny over there i was like oh nothing nothing just, just let me cook hon please yeah. let tanny cook let juju's over in the corner just yeah. cheering let me tell you about this craft <laughs> let daddy so cook <sighs> it's too bad she has to work with the SEC, but you know, it, not the Big Ten. Not interested in working with the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. Not that government conferences don't yeah, exist. No, not, yeah, for the most part. Oh God. Um, so I'm interested in how you got to this place. I, I, I almost just want to like cede the floor to you uh, as someone who, like, obviously huge Justin Fields fan. We'll remember his time here fondly, think it is inevitable that the Bears will be trading him and drafting Caleb Williams. He just, it just, we've been talking about it now for a few weeks. I think it is obvious what is going to happen and why it should happen. I can give you a thousand reasons as to why, but you have not been there uh, as fervently as I have been. Where are you now? Well, here's the thing. I have a declaration to make about Caleb Williams. I'm speaking for myself which I think is important. Good. But I'm also speaking to anyone who maybe has shared my concerns. It has been frustrating to see Mitch and then Justin Fields clearly be trying to learn to be a pocket passer in the NFL on the job. And obviously different situations and different athletes, but both, you know, at times seeming to be better on the run, better when the field is cut in half and there are simplified reads. And I've been leery of drafting another great improviser who has to learn how to play in an NFL pocket, you know, and all these conversations about anticipatory passing and being on schedule. And is he there yet? I am declaring I am no longer troubled by Caleb Williams's instincts and skills as a pocket passer. Like, of course he's still learning and adjusting and he will have learning and adjusting to do in the NFL, But there are a bunch of tremendous breakdowns out there, and I have now watched a ton of the film that people have worked on in doing so. As a pocket quarterback, Caleb is very far ahead of where Justin Fields was as a prospect. He's ahead, I think, of where Justin is now at the end of year three as a pocket passer. Caleb shows an ability to see the field, go through his progressions, make the anticipatory throws, at a level exceeding that of uh, of the quarterbacks that we have watched try to do it. And that part of being the quarterback is so damn important to me. And I think we've learned it's so important every time we've talked to Kurt Warner. We've talked to so many people and heard it voiced a number of different ways. I think there there should not be a fear that you're drafting an improviser who has to learn to be a pocket passer. This dude is really good on schedule and in the pocket, and Caleb should definitively be 
the Bears' choice at one, as long as the personal and the character stuff all comes back clean. So that that feeling of of satisfaction about the pocket quarterback instincts and um, skills, it makes me feel better in terms of an on-the-field product. Yeah, and I didn't – I'm glad you're there. Um, listen, I think that he still needs to do all of his work on Drake May. Drake May has some absolutely ridiculous throws. He reminds me of Justin Herbert, uh, the stuff that I've seen of him. And I watched two full games, like, live just watching them, and inc- including that Duke game where he was spectacular late. And then I've watched a ton of the, the highlights and the film stuff that you're talking about that those people put together on the internet. And so Poles will do his due diligence on the football stuff and the personal stuff. But Caleb's numbers are so ridiculous over three years in college, you simply can't do all of it imp- improvising. And, and and out of the pocket. There's just there, there's just too much production in order to do it. And I think what's interesting about Fields is that he was not an improviser in college. He was a pocket passer because he had an offensive line where four of the five guys are already in the NFL. And he had wide receivers who were getting crazy open play after play after play. And 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 that and that's the thing. And that's why why I'm comfortable saying that Caleb is a better pocket passer. Than, than Justin was in college is because if you watch all this film and all this tape, he doesn't have dominant elite wide receivers who are getting wide open time no. after time. He is often using his eyes to get guys open. He's waiting and adjusting within the pocket, climbing the pocket to get people open at a very advanced way on schedule and within the structure. Yeah, and the, the stuff that I've seen anyway – when he does do the improvisational stuff, it's not like he's leaving a clean pocket. You know, it's not like he's bailing or he's panicking or he's dropping his eyes or he's running out there because of because of habit. He's doing it because there's a blitzing linebacker that it's, that's in his lap because his pocket has collapsed or his, his left tackle has been beat or his center has been beat or whatever the case may be, and then he's using his athleticism to move around, and he still does it. And listen, there, the fumbles number on Caleb is alarmingly high, just like the fumbles number on Justin has been alarmingly high in the pros. So some people say, why would it be different for him here than it's been for Justin here? You still need to upgrade the pass blocking around him and the pass catchers, but Caleb, he is doing those plays out of necessity against superior competition where he's like, the only way I can, I, I can't settle for field goals. Like My defense is going to give up 35 points a game, so I've got to you know, hold the ball for six seconds and try to make a miracle happen. That should not be the situation that he's coming into in the NFL next year on whatever you think this Bears defense is going to be where there's always a more even playing field in the pros than in college because of a salary cap and a salary floor. He will not need to do the hold the ball for six seconds, run around like crazy as much as he's needed to in college. I, I think that's true. I think that's true. I'm really, I, I'm really trying also to, just to watch – the footwork, watch the release when I'm watching him and watching this stuff. And the release is quicker. That thing that we've talked about so many times that you've seen uh, Josh Allen do or Mahomes do or Love do or Rogers do, you know, and in terms of like, oh, I'm on the run and then boom, 
because you see it. So, boom, the ball comes out no matter where the body is, no matter what the arm level is. Even Stafford, you've seen doing this as you watch it. There's a willingness to throw it from any of those platforms and an ability and an arrogance to take the shot from Caleb Williams, which may result in more interceptions than Justin threw. But I'd rather have that early on because Justin Justin eventually got he got gun-shy, man. He didn't put the ball in harm's way, but it was often gun-shy to make throws that were there. And you watch the tape. Caleb is not gun-shy. And I, I will take that. No. The, no. I, no, and I will, I will take that and then teach it to simmer down a little bit because it has it because I, I will take that and teach it to simmer down as opposed to trying to coax it out of somebody. That's the Josh Allen thing, right? Yep. Like, like Josh Allen had a bad interception year this year, and so it was it was eighteen picks, but it still was twenty nine passing touchdowns, fifteen rushing touchdowns, forty three hundred passing yards. You know, like the, the 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 pure statistical offensive production mm-hmm. was so absurd even in a bad turnover year, that you're like, oh, well, you're never out of it with this guy. Like, you, you, can, you can just straight up win a shootout with this guy. On any given day, he could be better than Lamar. He could be better than Mahomes. Like that, that, and so, yeah, the turnovers this year were bad, but it, there was never any question that he was going to get gun-shy, to use your word, or slow down, or that, oh, he didn't, he didn't have it to keep up if this game is going to be played into the 30s. There was never any question that he could do that. Yeah, I think I think that's absolutely true. And and even in this bad turnover year, he eventually, you know, um kept rolling and stayed himself and he dominated that first half against Pittsburgh and then they coasted to the rest of the game after he had completely taken it over and done his thing. Do you get do you get the sense like if we did it now, if we did it today, the poll of like do you want the quarterback of the Bears next year to be Justin Fields or Caleb Williams? And we'll do, obviously, it's going to be a thing for the next hundred days. I understand that, but like, I feel like it's shifted a little bit, even since the end of the season. Like, Caleb's declared for the draft. Ian Rappaport has said he is looking forward to playing for whatever team drafts him. And so many experts have come out and been like, well, this is a this no-brainer. Guy, this is a no-brainer. This, uh-huh. guy, this guy's unbelievable. That I think that it's, it's some of the the Justin guys are still out there, and it's understandable. Most exciting Bear quarterback, all these things, likable guy, the bust factor that you know that he is not a bust. I, I, I get some of the arguments that they're making, but I do think that it's even moved some of towards Caleb away from Justin since the reg- in the short period of time since uh, since that loss to the Packers. I think it has. I, I think it has and I think and I think it's natural. I think there's also a, a decent portion of the audience that wants it to move towards Caleb versus Drake May. Caleb versus the option of trading down and going with Jaden Daniels and what that value might be and and those those kind of things. I think there's people wanting that next era of the conversation. Yeah, well, and listen, that's going to come uh, over the, the, the weeks and months ahead. The first thing is, who's going to coach these guys? And you, I want you to tell me if I'm just being, if I'm setting the bar too low, if I'm letting them off the hook, if I'm resigned here. Because as I've heard so many people have these conversations, and we did it a lot yesterday, about the names for the Bears OC job, I find myself not as worried about it 
as I otherwise normally would be. And I'll explain why next on The Score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Mark Wahlberg's here. Chicago, we love you, baby. Come on. Afternoons on The Score. The one word that stands out to me is complimentary football. It's a good one word, Matt Eberflus. Thanks for hanging out. It's Parkinson Spiegel on The Score. How would you describe Spiegel's, like if you had to put an adjective on it, the names? Like the grouping of names that the Bears have been linked to for their offensive coordinator job. Because we got another one uh, today. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, we have Shane Waldron. We have Greg Olson. We have Liam Cohn. We um, Clint Kubiak. It's fine. Would you say fine? Expected? uninspiring like how would you how would you grade it i don't i don't see it as uninspiring um god i, I don't i don't know because there's all some of them like i don't liam cohen and greg olson don't do a lot for me but uh intriguing i guess color me intrigued because i'm really hoping that they get it right so i'd say okay i, I i'd say intriguing maybe that has a more positive spin the than than how you'd describe it how would you describe it a little underwhelming but what it needs to be like it's 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 a reality check what happens when you don't have a head coach opening is it limits your talent pool and when you don't know who what quarterback you're going to be quarterback because ryan poles can't say to shane waldron yeah we're and we're drafting caleb williams because he doesn't know that yet and if he says that to Shane Waldron in the interview process and then he doesn't hire Shane Waldron, now it can leak from Shane Waldron to what the Bears are going to do at quarterback. So like the, these guys who are applying for this job, they might think they know what Ryan Poles is going to do, but they can't they can't know it definitively. As Olin said, there's already a couple of coaches attached to the job, so you don't get to hire your entire staff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that there are some real limiting factors into who you can go out and hire for this job and so it's when I see Jim Harbaugh and all these other places and Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick and, and Brian Callahan and all these guys it's like yeah it doesn't feel like the the it feels like you root for a college program that doesn't recruit five-star kids yeah it's just it's gonna be tough to beat our conference rival that's getting all these blue chip dudes but it's the reality of if the Bears were never going to pay Jim Harbaugh fifteen to twenty million dollars a year, while also paying the last two years of Matt Eberflus's contract, then unfortunately, the reality of the situation is that you have to hope, pray, speak into existence, however you go about it, that the quarterback's going to fix everything, that it's going to fix any McCaskey problems that it's going to fix any Eberflus problems, that it's going to fix any, eh, well, we're not hiring the best and the brightest on the offensive side of the ball, and it's just going to deodorize and hide the entire thing. Like, I don't think Mike McCarthy's a great coach, but he had Aaron Rodgers, so he was in a couple of NFC Championship games, and he won a Super Bowl, and he got the Cowboys gig, and he won a ton of games. You think Bobby Slowick is a great coach? I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but I know that he's good enough to get head coaching interviews and the guys that the Bears are interviewing are not. Right, but he could, we could be a year away, theoretically, from Clint Kubiak or Shane Waldron getting head coaching interviews after their work with Bears rookie Caleb Williams, right? Could be. That's what yeah. you're trying to do. You're, you're, trying to, you're trying to find 
those guys. I mean, what was Ben Johnson before, you know, before he hooked up uh, in Detroit? Well, but I mean, what he's done with Jared Goff, who did not look great at the end with Sean McVay, yep. he, he was the lesser of the quarterbacks in those trades. People mm-hmm. thought that he was going to be a bridge quarterback sure. until Detroit figured someone out. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're, you're hoping that you're finding your Bobby Slowick is what you're hoping you're finding. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that Caleb Williams makes any of these guys look good. That's what I like. The, the, the Anthony Lynn and Brandon Staley. And Kellen Moore and all of the coaches that Justin Herbert's had. Mm-hmm. There's Justin Herbert. It's just, he's, he's, he still is a record-setting passer. Hasn't won. That's that's but that's not on him. No one would look at Justin Herbert and say he's not good enough to win. But they have to do the best thing to build to build around him. It's a team game. You got to have good coaching, good players, good salary cap, good uh, good ownership, good player evaluation. And so I, if Caleb is as good as I think he is in as good as some of the pro evaluators say he is, maybe this hire doesn't matter as much as we think that it does. <laughs> Honestly, like if he if he is that good, if it is that inevitable that he is going to be great, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he was hurt significantly by the Urban Meyer fiasco at the beginning. And then he took a huge step forward when he got Doug Peterson. He still hasn't reached what his potential is because they haven't, you know, he's made mistakes. He hasn't developed linearly. They don't have a great uh, offensive supporting cast around them. But he still is pretty damn good. He's pretty damn good in spite of a lot of things working against him. Maybe that's how good Caleb Williams is going to be that, yeah, it sucks that if, uh, you know, Jerry Jones owned the Bears, he would fire Matt Eberflus and give Jim Harbaugh $20 million a year. But that's not the reality of the world that we live in. So we just have to hope that he's Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. I, I get and it. He can overcome it. I get it. But hope is not a plan, as you are as you are I fond know. of saying. So they ought I, to try and find the right guy, the well, right I, offensive of, coordinator. Yes, of course. But I'm saying they're doing it with constraints. Yes, like you know what I mean. Like they they, they aren't able to interview anyone for this job. They're not because of a lot of things that are attached to it that, in my opinion, should not be attached to it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, of course they should try to hire the best the best coach coaches uh, th- that they can. I'm just saying where my hope and optimism lies right now, it is much more so in who they're going to be drafting in April than who they're going to be hiring in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's, that's where I find myself as a Bears fan and observer. I understand that. I understand that fully. Um, I, I still, as we're going through it, I find myself looking at these guys' resumes and trying to find how many different systems they have coached in yep. and trying to figure out who could be multiple, who might be able to adjust a little more if need be to what the talent is, that, that kind of thing. So I find myself moving guys to the top who have uh, coached in multiple systems and called plays, et cetera. I th- I, and I, I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying that they could have had Kyle Shanahan and if it, uh, with the Bears, and if it was Mitch Trubisky, there would have always been a ceiling on what that guy was going to be able to be. And so I, I just – hopefully they have the spectacular talent coming in that – given the limitations that they have imposed on this hire by themselves, mm-hmm. that he is going to be able 
to overcome said limitation. That is that is certainly that is certainly the dream, and it is is the right dream. And and Herbert has shown you that you know you can if you're good enough you can produce if not necessarily win based on everything that is around you and everything that is uh, it, you know everything that is above you in terms in terms of coaches. I, I you know while I am all the way there in terms of Caleb as a prospect. I'm not there on him as a person and the stuff bucket and him as a dedicated student of the game and a guy who loves the game. And we've got a long time for those things to come out and the bears. Well, and will, we're never going to know. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, you and I will do our best, yeah. but, we're, but we're not going to, we're not going to be able to know that. No, but we're, we're going to be able to entertain the possibility if, if they find out stuff they don't like, what then does that mean for them? I think that if they find out stuff they don't like, it means they trade. You know, but we we will have time to go through that. But that's that's what my guess the conclusion would be. Mm-hmm. We'll talk Bulls future with Joe Cowley in an hour. Uh, Ryan Clark about a landing spot and a coaching pairing for Justin Fields. Is this the worst nightmare for the Bears? Next on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.